So hello everyone and welcome to You Are My Borough. It is five o'clock. It is the night before the big one. All let's we will touch on Rotherham, but let's be honest. There's only one there. There's only one topic we really want to talk about. Stamford Bridge, eight o'clock tomorrow, Chelsea Borough, a place at Wembley at stake. It's um it's gonna be good, isn't it, Don? Yeah, we we will touch on Rotherham. What an intro! What an intro to get the to get the <laughs> excited about what's to come. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it feels like one of those videos that we Let's look forward and not and not back. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can't wait. I'm I'm re- I'm buzzing for it. I'm really looking forward. To it. Proper game in it. Proper game. Proper night. You know, a real occasion. Um, yeah. My first time at Stamford Bridge, which we were just yeah, talking which, about which I was I was kind of surprised at. Although yeah. I'll, let's, I tell you what, let's get all the negativity out of the way first. I've, I've mentioned on, Rotherham. Let's get all the negativity out of the way first because I, I was trolling through actually the um, Borough's record at Stamford Bridge. Goodness gracious me! I think the last nine visits, no goal. Never mind, no win, no goal. Last <laughs> win at Stamford Bridge, 2 1, 1975. Who scored the winner, do you know? Willie, I think. No, oh, I wouldn't have had it. I wouldn't wouldn't have a clue. It's yeah. one of them where you need to be live, really, innit, for the uh for the answers to stream in as we yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean I the positive say. the positive of that is Borough don't need to score tomorrow night. They just don't need to concede. The last goal, last goal was a last minute Alan Buckshick penalty equalizer in a two-all draw. Two all. Now yeah, here's one for you. So this is random out. What year will that have been? 2001. So I can't That'll find be, out. Maybe 2000, 2001. This is like, you know when random stuff sticks in your mind? Yeah. So, I don't know whether you can check this out. It was 2001. Right, well, so it was been, Alan Willey, yeah. Right, so I'll have been 12 or 13. And I remember, Borough were 2-0 down at half-time. And I'm sure McLaren changed it at half-time to go to wing-backs and might have right. brought Robbie Stockdale on or something like that. And... I was on the year 66 listening to BBC T's and the ca- you know when like a random game sticks in your mind. So, so you, you um, really were getting your kicks on the year 66. So <laughs> I really was, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I was out of the car and home by the time Boxing scored his equalizer. But yeah, God, that's off it when you think. Yeah. That's just brought those, those great childhood memories flooding well, back. <laughs> Is if as if we is if it, you talk about the switch to wing backs there as if this was planned as if as if now we, we're slipping seamlessly into uh, <laughs> what we've got coming up. Isaiah Jones injury at the weekend. I mean, listen, you you let's first say let's go. You you sport to Michael Carrick. He did his press conference on Sunday, um, because obviously the team travelling down to London um, on Monday ahead of the game Tuesday. So, what is the latest on Jones? House and like to laugh because Jones in particular probably has a really big impact on what Borough can do potentially on Tuesday night, team selection wise and and formation wise. Oh, definitely, um, Latte laughs out, or, or that was what Carrick said on on Sunday. He, he did say last week that nobody else was close to coming back, and then Paddy McNair was on the bench on on Saturday yeah. against Rotherham. But unless he was unless he was being extremely mischievous with Latte Laugh, then uh, he, he said that he's he's a little bit behind. I got the impression that Houghton <clears throat> was was 
clearly precautionary left out on Saturday. And, and I think that sounds, might be wrong, but I think that sounds pretty positive yeah. that House will be involved. Yeah. Jones, so obviously anyone who was at the game on Saturday will have seen the incident, what happened, pulled up clutching his hamstring. Carrick, interestingly, afterwards said that they were hoping it's more nerve than muscle. Now, it's a bit of a standing joke, isn't it, that three or four days later, Carrick will then say we're still waiting for, for results. But that, I, I would think, would very much have been the case on, on yeah. Sunday. It, was, yeah. you know, it wasn't even 24 hours later and, and he was yeah. speaking to us again. Um, the, the message was, we're, we're going to give him every chance and we'll leave it as late as we can. Now, as you say, Jones, I think it's hugely important. Really, no matter which way they want to play, if they want to play wing-backs, then Jones is clearly your right wing-back. If, if, if they want to play wing-backs and Jones is unavailable, like, who fills in there? Can Marcus Force play as a wing back? I mean, that's a big ask, isn't it? I don't think so. In a game where you're ahead at Stamford, I know, I know, but I'm not going there to defend, and we'll get on the kind of mindset and everything afterwards. But I don't think I, I would have said if Jones isn't fit and you want to play with wing backs, I think you've got to play Vandenberg there, even though he's really a centre half. Well, then you're short of a centre half. Then you? you then you're short on a centre half. Engel would then have to become your third centre half. So your problem then is on the other flank. You is don't Lewis, have a left wing back. Is Lewis O'Brien is O'Brien ready for a? You know he's, he's he's played ten minutes of football. It's it's a big ask, isn't it? Big ask. I mean, do you think, given how well Borough played? with wing-backs in both the Villa game and the start of the Chelsea first-leg game that Carrick, in an ideal world, would like to do that? If Jones was fully fit, no question marks, do you think he'd be going five at the back? I, I do, because A, it works so well, um, and I think it suits the personnel he has available further forward as well, in that Greenwood's unavailable, Azaz is unavailable, um, obviously Jones... But it then gives him the chance to probably play House and Barlasser and Hackney, which I wouldn't be surprised if he did that regard to the system he played. But yeah. it could then be like Hackney and Rogers off off uh, Corburn with with Barlasser yeah. and Housen as the two. Um, yeah, the 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 Villa game. We're looking back now. Clearly felt like a dry run for the Chelsea first leg, didn't it? It worked it so well. It worked so well, and and Borough was so tight in both games. It was, a, it was a 90th minute fluke that won it for Villa and they kept a clean sheet against Chelsea. So when you when you go in there, not to defend, but when you know you need to keep it tight, that's priority number one, isn't it, tomorrow night? Yeah. Get to 20 minutes, get to 20 minutes at nil-nil. Um, then I think, I think that feels more likely. The problem is, you know... Vandenberg right wing back or Brian left wing back Lucas is is that just all too forced? Do you know what I mean? Is that I I think that all of a sudden is a lot of square pegs in round holes, yeah. which is why the team that I'm going to run along the bottom now is is kind of my best bet if if there's no Jones, if Jones plays, if Jones is available, then this is potentially different. But I think if there's no Jones, I think it really has to be four at the back. Vandenberg goes right back, Engel goes left back. I think Housen and Barlas are your centre pair. And I think Hackney plays off the left, as he did in the first game, which Carrick was at pains to say that he does really well. And then it's force on the right. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I, I, that, that tallies. I think the other thing with Jones is the other blows, even if you play that way, what felt like such a sickness with a latte laugh blow is like, he'd have been ideal, wouldn't he, on the counter-attack yeah. in a game like that. And yeah. 
Jones equally plays on the last man, doesn't he? On that right side, stretches yeah. would be would be lethal on the counter attack. Now, force force is suited to that as well. He is, it, but it it feels like a game that would have played into Jones's hands, doesn't it? And let's hope it it's does. Still, it definitely does, play. and that's why, as you rightly say, Latalaf being out is such a blow, and it felt like it in the first game because. Chelsea are almost certainly going to completely dominate the ball. They're going to kind of pass and probe as they did for in that second half. But the more they start pushing men forward, the more frantic they become, the more there will be gaps on the break, which I guess I wonder, we've got there in this team, kind of Rodgers as the 10 playing off Coburn. I half wonder if Crooks playing off Rodgers might be a shout because then at least you've got Rodgers to potentially dart in behind a Thiago Silva or a Desassi or a Badi Ashiel, which feels like might be a good outlet for Borough. And it, and it feels like the type of game that Crooks would be used in. Um, yeah. I think just for, we've talked about it before, haven't we? Like those trusted players. Um, Crooks has played in big games for, for Borough. You know, I don't look at that Borough team and think it lacks experience, really, even though it's young. You look and you think there's Fry and Clark and Housen. Um, yeah. Even even the likes of Barlasser and Force that they're not they're not kids. Ala Hackney's played in some big games already. Um, but but I but but I I think I'd be more surprised if Crooks wasn't in the team than if he was in the team. The question then is who who like you say who's going to be left out if if Coburn's fit if if he, if he deems Coburn fit then Coburn is the only natural striker, isn't he? Um, yeah, but yeah. horses for courses. Does it does it does, he does it lend itself more to to Rogers being in there? I mean, it's worth pointing out here, just on the Rogers, given the given the Villa uncertainty that um, I'm sure you'll have seen or read or heard what Carrick had to say about him after Saturday's game when we spoke again on Sunday that the stance was very much um, nothing's changed. Rogers will be involved at that stage. There was no Aston Villa bid on the table. Um, I don't think there was ever any concern really about Rogers being the type who was suddenly gonna be tripping over a pet lip. Um yeah. anyone who was slightly concerned at that, I think Saturday uh Saturday made you know got rid of the, got rid of any of those fears. Not not that he was brilliant, because it wasn't a game for a forward to be brilliant, but he still popped up with that that moment of magic to yeah. to set up the goal. Um, and you would imagine, wouldn't you, that that it's not like it's not like the transfer deadline is the middle of this week. So you would imagine that if Borough are having an ongoing dialogue with Aston Villa, <laughs> we're led to believe, you know, they are, and Villa probably almost, well, you know, in all likelihood, will be coming back at some stage. Surely, if you're Borough, you say to Villa, look, we're willing to have further discussions further down the line, but we've got the biggest game of our yeah. season here on Tuesday night. You know, we, we we will not be answering your calls until Wednesday morning. Give us a ring back then, and we can discuss it. You know, surely that's the situation because, like I say, sometimes these things take on a life of their own when it's deadline day, the following day, or whatever. But we're not in that situation yet. So I I would like to think the borough have said, look, Morgan Rogers is going nowhere until Wednesday morning at the earliest. We don't want to hear from you. We're not entertaining conversations. We'll get back around the table then, if needs be. Um, and you know what? If it is to be the way he bows out, then what a chance to do it in a in a way that could put him in the Borough history books. Yeah, that I agree with that. The fact that Borough don't have a game at the weekend as well, um, yeah. 
you know, it just lends itself, doesn't it, to let, let's get Tuesday out the way and then hellfire. We know we know Borough aren't going to be pushing Rogers out the door. Anything but yeah. Villa will have to meet the valuation, um, which which seems to be certainly north of £10 million as, as a starting point. Um, but if, if, if they're going to do that, yeah, they've got eight, what, seven, eight, nine days after Tuesday night's game to then get round the table. If Villa really want him, then... Then they can then they can hit the figure that that yeah. Borough want, um, and 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 if, as reports suggest, he's Emery's top target, then you would expect them to do that, wouldn't you? You would expect them yeah. to pay. Uh, what I'd be surprised if there weren't more talks further down the line. But like I say, I, th- I think I think they will have been shelved. And I think as we've seen, you know, it hasn't unduly unsettled Rogers to the extent where you'd worry about him in this game. Now, in terms of the game itself, then, Dom, obviously 1-0 after the first leg. Um, no away goals at any stage of this game. It's worth saying that early. If it finishes um, as a draw on aggregate, then unlike in previous rounds, there will be extra time and then potentially penalties. So, I mean, how did Borough, how did Borough take this one on? And probably just as importantly, how did Chelsea? Because, you know, it felt like... They were going nowhere for most of the second half of the first leg. Now, clearly, Pochettino will not want that at Stamford Bridge. So, how do Borough approach it and how do Chelsea approach it if you're Pochettino? I think with Chelsea, the, the, the message with Chelsea will be, don't panic. You've got 90 yeah. minutes. It's only a one-goal deficit. D- don't if, if you don't score in the first 15, 20 minutes, don't panic. Keep, keep probing away. You, you, your moment will come. The problem is... If it's nil-nil after 25 minutes, half an hour, 35 minutes, and Chelsea are getting frustrated, then the fans are quickly yeah. going to get frustrated. I think that's it's, a big, big point tomorrow. And that's the impact that it then has on the players. In it. And I think that's going to be key for both teams because as much as Pochettino's message will be, you know, this game doesn't have to be won in the first 15, 20 minutes. I suspect they'll be well aware that really Chelsea need need to get the fans yeah. on side early. And I think Borough will be well aware of the importance of doing the direct opposite. That first 15, 20 minutes feels huge, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, we said that as soon as we were leaving the Riverside a fortnight ago, really. I mean, you know, it's a bit of a cliche in every game, isn't it, that the first goal feels important, but it feels absolutely massive in this one because, or not, yeah, yeah, not necessarily the first goal, but what happens in those first 15, 20 minutes? Because like you say, yes, Chelsea have had a win against Fulham in the intervening period. But, you know, we can't forget just how fractious it was in that Chelsea away end at the final whistle and the players getting booed and Thiago Silva going over and have a bit of a ding-dong with people in the crowd. And, um, you know, it, it just feels like if if in the first 15, 20 minutes, Chelsea are passing the ball sideways and not really getting it into the box and every time it goes into the box, Borough are heading it or kicking it clear, Borough offer a little bit of a threat on the counter-attack. And then 15 minutes in, Chelsea decide to have a shot from distance and it goes miles over the bar. Then I think you will quickly find that Stamford Bridge becomes a difficult place for that Chelsea side. And, and that that is potentially one of the real factors that could work in Borough's favour here. Now, if Chelsea come here and out the blocks, score in the first 15 minutes, level the game, are clearly on top, Covers a very different atmosphere. It's you know we're on our way to Wembley kind of atmosphere. That is for the Chelsea fans, isn't it? But I think that but that can work in Borough's favour. It really can. They need to keep it tight early, and they, and they need to try and frustrate Chelsea, which they did so brilliantly in the first leg. 
And I think the other thing is, from a for absolutely Borough keeping it tight for 20, 25 minutes plays into this feeling of it's it's what Borough want in terms of the, the atmosphere in the stadium. But I think also from a purely football perspective, if, if Chelsea score early on, then they can then they can take the time and, and look yeah. to pick the lock. Whereas if if it gets to even 25, 30, 35 minutes, that I think desperation will soon set in. Chelsea will yeah. soon start committing bodies and that's when it feels like Borough might well pose a threat themselves um, if they score early then Chelsea don't need to commit bodies forward Borough might not get as much of a of a counter on the a threat on the counter it, it, yeah. I was looking at after the Rotherham game on Saturday Bur- Borough have exactly the same record at home as they do away this season um, in terms of games won lost and, and drawn the difference is at home they've scored they've scored 15 goals away they've scored 27 goals yeah. Borough, I think, are better suited to having 25% of possession, 30% of possession, like they're likely to have at Stamford Bridge, than the 70% they had against Rotherham, Rotherham on, yeah. on Saturday. I think that suits this Borough team better, even if, clearly, more so if Jones and Latte are uh, yeah. even without, even without, I, th- I think that plays into Borough's hands. I don't think it'll unduly worry them, and I think it also helps in that, that hopefully Housen's fit, which we expect him to be. And you've got that triangle of Fry, yeah. Clark, Housen, who are absolutely not going to be worried about Chelsea passing and probing and trying to thread balls in the box and completely dominating possession. You know, you've got a defensive unit there that that's not going to worry them. We saw that in the first game. They're more than happy to soak up pressure and just deal with whatever comes their way. Um, and Borough have shown that they can be really well organised in defence. So, no, I agree with you. I don't think it will phase Borough if, um, if their possession stats are way down because I think they'll back themselves to cause a threat and cause problems on the break. Um, now, in terms of Chelsea, certainly last week, the noises seemed to be fairly hopeful of Nkunku being able to start. Pochettino today said, no, he's not going to make it. Gusto is not going to make it either. Chilwell returned, but it's probably going to be on the bench. So in terms of the Chelsea team, it's sounding like it's going to be very, very similar to that first leg team, probably Brogia up top, and probably Palmer, Gallagher, Sterling, Caicedo, Fernandez. Um, and if that is the team, then you would imagine they're going to probably initially be doing very similar things to what they were trying to do in the first leg, but that didn't really work. Yeah, and, and we've talked about this before, but not so much the first leg, but that was what they tried to do in that Newcastle game. Yeah, Newcastle absolutely. Game. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Very, very similar. Yeah. Um, I, I think Chilwell, because Jones tortured uh, Colwell in that first game, didn't he? Down yeah. down that right flank. So when I'd seen that Chilwell was fit again, I thought, well, that, that that's probably bad news for Borough. The fact he might not play is interesting, although we, thought, we know Jones might not. Um, and, and with Borough... Carrick talked about it on Sunday, about the balance, really. We we can't go there and be ultra-defensive. No. You're asking for it, really. But equally, clearly, we're not going to go there gung-ho. There's, there's a balance to be struck. Balance, yeah. um, and, and, and the other thing is, and Carrick talked about this, I think for a lot of players, it's how they handle it, isn't it? For the likes of maybe Lucas Engel, maybe even Hayden Hackney, Tom Glover. Yeah. Um, you can go through the team, Josh Coburn. I know you played in players, yeah. But for various players, maybe even Dan Balassa, this is probably the biggest game of their career. Johnny Housen. But Johnny Housen's yeah. played in the final, but he's never played in a in a cup semi-final. He's never been to a cup final. So yeah. I think the other question, 
Um, and Carrick made absolutely clear that he has absolutely no concerns about this. It's how Borough handle it as well tomorrow, yeah. isn't it? It's how Borough handle the occasion and the game and the crowd and everything that comes. Yeah, because in. you know, I, I, you know, Michael Carrick was kind of saying, and I think these quotes have literally just got up on the website, and he was kind of saying, um, you know, we've shown against Villa and we've shown in that first leg against Chelsea that you know we shouldn't be phased by being here in this type of game, and I agree with that. But it's still, neither of those games are comparable to a second leg decider away from home when absolutely everything's on the line with a crowd that's, you know, a, a sold out crowd that's right on top of you, et cetera, et cetera. That, um, you know, that is a different argument. Although again, and, and Carrick alluded to this here, 4,300 travelling fans, they're going to have a part to play potentially as well. Yeah. It's going to be some atmosphere. And, and I think the, 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 the message... Um... No, I hate the term free hit. It's awful, isn't it, in sport and in football. But I, I guess the feeling will be that Borough are clearly still unfancied in this. Chelsea are clearly still the favourites. It, it still feels like Borough have got everything to gain and nothing really to lose, even though they're the even though they're the team that, that go there with the advantage, doesn't it? It's all on Chelsea. If Borough win tomorrow night, as we talked about last week, like clearly not for us. The national narrative, the national story yeah. will still be Chelsea crisis, Pochettino yeah. potentially losing his job and, and yeah, everything yeah, surrounds yeah, that. So, so, so I think that that probably plays into Borough's hands as well. Um, or, you, or you would hope that's the case, I think. Yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right in that, you know, I, I, I think fans are daring to believe a bit now and, you know, the, the, not getting to the final would be a disappointment now. But you're right, it wouldn't be a disaster. It would still be a case of, well, it's been a great journey. We've had some cracking cup ties. Let's now focus on ending the season in the playoff positions and, and let's kick on here. Um, so, so, yeah, you know, there's absolutely no doubt that from a national perspective, the story is Chelsea and what's happening there. Can they get to the final under Pochettino? Or will, because at the end of the day, you know... We um, we talk and borough up here, quite rightly so, but the, the narrative nationally will still be Chelsea have lost to a championship team in the first big game they've played under Pochettino, which is not going to be a great look for them, is it? What's your, what's your feeling then? We were just having this conversation in the office earlier. Um, that's why, by the way, I've got got this. This isn't. This isn't. I don't just live in a house with like old Northern echoes <laughs> all plastered all over the wall. Don't worry. I, uh, I've made a rare. I've made a rare trip into the office because I'm picking up our wonderful pool car to drive us down in tomorrow. So um, that's why I'm here. Um, I I think two one Chelsea extra time. Oh, <laughs> Were you expecting that one or not? <laughs> Um, it's the dead, the dead, the dead arm was the first be, thing that came to my mind. I think it's going to be a proper night where the game goes all over the place. I think there'll be times where it looks like Borough have one foot in the final. I think it'll be times where Chelsea are swarming all over them and you think, how on earth can Borough hold out here? I think we're going to extra time and I don't want to make any predictions beyond that. You, from a Borough perspective, I think if, so, if, if someone offers you now Extra time and penalties, do you take that? Someone offers you penalties. If Borough were offered penalties now, do you do you take I that? Think, I think you probably do, because I think even, even with the most optimistic of Borough hats on, I, I it's very hard to see it foresee a scenario where Borough 
have, just have a really comfortable night and cruise through. I don't think it'll happen. I really don't think it'll happen. But I, if, if Chelsea were to score in the first 10 minutes, a very comfortable Chelsea home win, I don't think you can completely rule out if it just all becomes a bit much for Borough and actually Chelsea play like a Premier League team who've had a billion pounds spent on them, then it, it becomes a difficult night. So I think if Borough are going to make it through, it's probably going to be really, really tight. So hence, if you say, well, you can skip straight to penalties now, I think you probably take your chance on it. 50-50 chance. I mean, do Borough have a 50-50 chance now as we sit here before the game? The bookies would say not because Chelsea are still favourites to go through. So, yeah, I think you probably do. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think you'd probably take penalties. I'm, I'm already in my, me- in my head there going through the team thinking who, who takes the pen. <laughs> thinking back to that Man United game and Dale's yeah. pen and Housen's pen. And, yeah. Um, I, I think, I know this is slightly sitting on the fence, I think if Chelsea score in the first 10 or 15 minutes, I worry for Borough. Um, yeah. If Borough can get to the halfway point of the first half, then then I have a feeling that they They'll might they might do enough. I, I do I know you say that I do fancy Borough to score. Yeah, <laughs> but I think if, score. Normally, if Chelsea don't score, because I think if Chelsea yeah. score in the first ten minutes, then suddenly they can be solid and just yeah, it's a different game for them. Then isn't it? Yeah. And, um, whereas if they don't and they leave themselves open. I, because it felt in the second half, in that first leg, it felt like Borough had the not maybe not the chances in the second half, but they had their opportunities. Had to the moment, a couple of times the ball, you just think, yeah, you thought if that yeah. final ball had been a little bit better or you know, decision making had been a little bit sharper. Yeah, I mean, Borough will carry a threat. I'm convinced they will carry a threat. I'd, I'd be amazed if we were doing a rattle pod later in the week and saying, well, Borough just did not lay a glove on them there, did they? They were, you know, I. I Famous last words, but I really can't foresee that. Well, let's see. We're both there on Tuesday night. So if if it ends with Borough booking a Wembley date, a, once we've scampered to Google and booked our hotels, that there might there might be an opportunity to do a, a, a live reaction yes. at some point or vid either Tuesday night or first thing Wednesday morning. Safe travels if you're going down for yeah, enjoy, enjoy it, everyone. Enjoy it. That's some following. Um, enjoy it if you're watching from home. We'll obviously be live on the night blog uh, analysis reaction uh, throughout the night and throughout Wednesday. So fingers crossed it ends up being another memorable night for Borough. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you when we next see you, hopefully shortly after a, a hugely successful and memorable night at Stamford Bridge. <laughs>